This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, we've mentioned this many times, but this is also one of the most sought-after Mekoymois in all of Morocco, the kever of Lula Salika, who, her story is not the story of a great tzaddik or a great Talmud Chacham, but the story really of a young girl who is a beautiful girl, exceptionally beautiful, but her modesty and her fear of, of God and her exceptional personality really overshadowed her physical beauty. She was told by her father to try to limit her appearance outside of the home, and she followed that very loyally. However, one time, one of the, uh, salt, the sultan got a glimpse of her and had his mind set that she's going to be his wife no matter what. And she, the word got out that there was going to be an official uh, visit from the government to take Salika, to take Lula Salika, that she should become the wife of the governor, of the sultan. And the family didn't know what to do, so they told her to hide. She ran away. And the knock comes on the door, Where is Salika? Where is Salika? We don't know. She ran away. We can't find her. No, they didn't accept that. That's not acceptable. They ransacked the whole house, and they didn't know what to do. So they took Salika's mother imprisonment until they find the girl. Salika in hiding finds out that they took her mother, and she could not bear to think that her mother is going to be sit in jail, especially in the Muslim jails. It was, uh, she was in peril, her life was in peril, she was going to be tortured. So Salika decided she's going to give herself up, and she's going to be uh, taken by the Sultan, and she would risk her life and stand up Al-Kiddush Hashem to save her mother, but to give up her own life. And the sultan gave word to Salika, you know, you're, you're playing with fire over here. Because if you marry me, he was actually the son of the king. That one day, you're going to now be the princess, and ultimately you'll become the queen of Morocco. That's a very prestigious appointment, an opportunity to become the queen of Morocco. And if you don't accept this opportunity, we will kill you, we will torture you. Don't you understand what the, what the two sides of the equation are? You could have money, you could have power, you could have prestige, you could have every pleasure in the world, or you could suffer a terrible death. And she said, no, I'm never going to give in to this. I was born a Jew. And then they accused her of, the, of, of accepting Islam and then reneging, which according to their religion is the ultimate crime. So now she's faced with a situation where she's being tried and she was taken to court and she was accused of accepting Islam and reneging on the, on the commitment. And not only that, they told her that if she doesn't accept Islam, the entire community of Fez is in peril. And they asked the Rav, please go to her. Doesn't she know? She can't put us all in peril. She needs to accept the uh, Muslim faith, in order to save our lives. So the Rav of the city went to Salika's prison cell, and he said, you know, young girl, it's very admirable that you're being loyal to your people, but don't you know the halacha? Don't you know even Esther Hamalka married Achashverosh to save the Jewish people? So marry the Sultan to save the people. You can't be stubborn in this situation. And this young girl said to the Rav, Rabbi, I think you're making a mistake. Esther married Achashverosh, but she never denounced her faith 
in the God of the Jews, because Ein Esther Magedes But for me to abandon the faith of the Avraham Avinu and the Jewish people, I cannot do that. I will never do that. I was born a Jew. I will die a Jew. And there's nothing the Rav could do to dissuade her. And finally, they gave her one last chance to make the decision. And Salika chose a martyr's death. And she was tortured. And she was um, afflicted with inuyim, kashim, umarim. And legend has it that even at that moment, she afflicted herself by ensuring that she should remain covered and that no part of her body should be exposed even at such a trying moment. She was murdered, she was killed, and for some reason they gave her body to be buried here among the tzaddikim next to Rabbi Avner HaTzarfasi in the vicinity of Rabbi Huda Ibn Atar. And as we mentioned, there's a tradition that anyone who's mispalo b'makoim zeh ain't filasoi chayzeres reikam. And this makoim, this kever, is like an icon, is like a symbol of Jewish resistance, of the spirit of the Jew never to give up the faith of Avraham Avinu, of the Pasuk, V'yohavtas Hashem Aleikecha, V'v'chal Nafshecha, Afilu Hu Noitals Nafshecha. This was of a young girl. She, she was... Whatever age she was, she was uh, extremely young. She wasn't married. And she represents the... Uh, Spirit of Klal Yisrael, of V'yahavte Sashem Aleikecha, B'chol Navshecha, Suchusai Yagein Aleinu, Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.